Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Edna Isaac, and this is your program, All on God. All on God with Edna Isaac. And remember, this program is brought to you by House of Worship, where you can find the love of God. And we are located at 5 Kohana Street, Tontoma. So if you wanted to join us, our services are Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Fridays 7 p.m. So we are so excited today, and today is a beautiful, beautiful day. Today is the day that the Lord has made, but also is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to those beautiful women who are listening to us that have the great, the great, the great privilege of being mother. Um, and even though maybe you didn't have biological sons and daughters, but maybe you adopt it. Maybe you help other people to raise their children. Maybe you have spiritual daughters, spiritual sons. So in any way that we can celebrate Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day. And today precisely, I wanted to talk about you, um, about different verses from the Bible that talks about women. So I wanted to start first with Proverbs Proverbs 31. Let me just this. Uh, Proverbs 31, verses 10, 12. That it says, Who could ever find a wife like this one? She is a woman of strength, a mighty valor. She is full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. Her husband has entrusted his heart to her, for she brings him the rich spoils of victory. All throughout her life, she brings him what is good and not evil. Wow, what a powerful verse from the Bible. What a powerful description of what a woman's supposed to be. However, you know, many of us, when we read those words, sometimes we say, well, mm, it's going to be difficult to find a woman like that. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think that we, all of us, not living, not living a... Uh, um, Uh, no one behind. <laughs> But all of us have so many things that we need to learn. So many things that we sometimes, you know, mistakes that we've made. Sometimes we, um, you know, sometimes we feel guilty for the things that sometimes we do or we say to our kids. You know, and then... We found ourselves like, oh, wow, man, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, you know, do this or do that. Um, so perfect women we're not going to find. So when we read, read, when we read those verses, it's like he's talking about someone that I can never become, you know, like somebody like that. However, one of the things that we need to understand is that none of us are perfect. We all are going to make mistakes. And then when we read this, 
is not talking to you about perfect women that has never made a mistake. It talks to you about mature women that learn throughout her life how to become a better mother, how to become a better wife, how to become a better entrepreneur. Because we're talking here about business women. If you go to the whole chapter, um, chapter um, 31, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 31, you're going to find the, the description that this Bible gives you. Oh my goodness, you know, supposedly, you know, well, it says Kim Lemuel. We don't, we, some theologians believe that it was referring to, to King Solomon, but we don't know for sure. But, but look at what it says. If we read the whole thing, it says, listen, my son, listen, son of my womb. Listen, my, my son, the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women. You're big, bigger on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. And then she started giving him advice about how to be careful and not allow women to to manipulate and control and destroy this person. In this case, uh, the king. But then in, in verses 10 through 31, Look at what it says. A wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good and harm all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for, for female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She says about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong and for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it's not snow, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies the merchant with such as she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions in, on her tongue, is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. 
her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm and deceptive is beauty, and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise, praise at the city gate. Wow! What a powerful description. What a powerful description. What a powerful, what a powerful description this gives. Hallelujah. What a powerful description this gives of a woman who serves God, who loves God. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised, he says there. You know, sometimes we, we don't know and we think that many times serving God is worthless. That is not something that is something to admire. However, you know what? When a mother fears the Lord, that mother would take care of her children in a different way. I'm not talking to you that every woman who fears God is perfect and is never going to commit a mistake. I'm, pre I'm talking about who women who really, really love God because there's a difference of saying, I'm going to church than a women that really is a Christian. You know, the Bible says by, by their fruits, I will know them. If a person says to you that they're Christian, but they, they do everything exactly contrary to what the Bible teaches, I'm sorry, and I don't want it to offend you, but you're not a Christian. You just go and visit church. And it is okay to go and visit the church. That's fine. You know, it's good to hear the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by the hearing, the hearing of the word of God. So it is necessary for you to hear the word of God. But if you hear the word of God, you go to church and you don't do what the Bible says and you don't live by the, by the word of God and you don't do what the Bible says, you are wasting your time. At least keep going. Maybe, you know, that will help you to start living by the word of God. But one thing is to say, I'm a Christian and live by the word of God. And then another thing is to say, I'm a Christian, but then when I have to do things, I do it completely against of what the Bible, of what the Word of God says. So it is, it is, it is very important that we understand that. You know, if we say, we proclaim that we are Christians, and then we are need to, you know, live as Christians, as a real Christians does. Hallelujah. So... These women that he's talking here, you know, he's, he's, describing this, he's describing these women as a woman that love God, that fear the Lord. And when you fear the Lord, you do what is right. You do what God says that you have to do. Second, um, no, First Peter 3, 4 says, You should clothe yourselves instead of with the beauty that comes from within the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. 
So, when the apostle wrote this, he's giving some advice to the women of those times. You know, sometimes we women, you know, we worry so much about our uh, exterior appearance. It's not bad. Like, don't get me wrong. It is not bad that we, you know, um, fix it, you know, use makeup, we dress nicely, we dress as best as we can, you know, that we look looks nice. Of course, that is awesome, you know. We all should, should do that all the time. However, you know, some women, they just... Pay attention to that. But when it comes to the, the spiritual life, they don't, they don't pay attention. And then no wonder why we have so many troubles, so many things in our lives that in reality, in reality, when we see the things that are going on, all of these that is going on, is consequences of that lack of responsibility that we have in our spiritual life. We need to understand that our spiritual life is one of the most important things that we need to, you know, take care of. And when a woman, when a woman comes and surrenders herself to the Lord and asks the Lord, Lord, you know, I don't, I don't know how to be a nice wife. And, a good, you know, mother for my kids, um, a good daughter, you know, with my mom. Let me tell you, the Lord will hear your cry out. He will listen to your words and He will help you. And He will help you to become a better mother, a better daughter, a better wife. It is important to refuge yourself in God's, God's mighty hand. Because he is the only one who are going to give you the resolution that you need for your problems, for your circumstances. You know, sometimes we look everywhere. We look to the social media. We see thousands of women, you know, ventilating their own stuff, their private stuff on social media. You know, if we, if we don't, including myself, if we don't be careful, we will find ourselves, you know, saying things or expressing things that, you know, nobody, nobody cares about that. People, when people read those things and people read that you are always complaining, you're always, you know, complaining about life, complaining about your husband, complaining about your kids, complaining about everything that's going on in your life. You know what? They don't care. They just mock you. They just laugh at you and say, oh, look at that lady. You know, it, it, You know, people today, nowadays, oh my goodness, people are so rude. So make sure that when you post something in social media, keep, you know, keep your private life private. That's what it's called, private life. Because, you know, those are your private things, your private, you know, matters, uh, issues, struggles, problems that you're going through. You know, social media is not to to ventilate and to put out there everything that you think comes to your mind, you know. So when you ask the Lord and you come to God, you know, instead of going to, to Facebook, go to Facebook. <laughs> go to the Bible, read your Bible. Go to the Bible and read your Bible and say to the Lord, Lord, you know what? I need you. Lord, I need you more than ever. 
I need you that help. I need you to help me. I need you to fix my life. I need you to help me work the situation that I have with my daughter, with my son. You know, so many parents, they have two jobs, you know. They work two jobs. They are trying to make money. They're trying to build an empire, you know. And out of the sudden, they see their son, the daughter, all destroyed. And they, they ask, why, 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 why? You know, sometimes the money is not that important. More important is the quality time that you spend with your kids. I remember I used to have a business in New Bedford. And I remember one day this young lady coming to my place. And she started coming, you know, she will always love to come and see what we have in the, it was a Christian bookstore. And I remember that um, she continued coming, you know, at the time. And then one day she said, can I speak to you something very, very um, personal? And I said, oh, sure, of course. And I remember that young lady explaining to me what happened to her. And she went to tell me, you know, of the details of how, how, you know, her mom came to this country and have, you know, um, to uh, many jobs so she can, you know, send money to her own country. Um, and how, you know, her mother was so um, into making money so she can, you know, bring her kids over here. But over there, where, you know, where she stayed, she stayed at her grandma's, um, she said that all, all, you know, different men abused her. And she was, since she was a little girl. Um, and it was so sad to hear that. And one of the things that I say to her, but have you spoke with your mom? Have you told her? Have you sit down with her and tell her, you know, what's going on? What, what, what happened to you? And she goes, no, I don't think she cares. I don't think she, it matters to her. And I said, no, she loves you. She loves you. She cares about you. you know, of course, she's, she cares about what happened to you if you tell her. And then she goes, um, no, no, she have, she's working all day long. She's working all day long. She don't have time for us. So why bother? Why bother to tell her? I was in shock. I was in shock because I, I, I couldn't, I, I never, I, I was not prepared to hear what my ears heard. That was one of the reasons why I went to study, you know, and, and I went to school and I, I studied counseling and I studied for, um, to become a community, a community um, a mental health um, community agent. And that's why, you know, I work in this field because I think that many of our children are in lack of attention, in lack of love. You know, many parents are so busy trying to um, make money and to make needs, you know. It's like they worry so much about the material things, but the most important thing is the quality time with their kids. You know, it's like it's not a priority. And, you know, that will mark that daughter or that son. That will mark it forever. That will impact negatively the life of a children, um, or of a child. And 
that's why today my advice for you mothers that are listening to me, or fathers, or anybody who have a daughter or son, it is, it is it's okay. I'm not saying that you don't work. Of course, we have to work. We have to do a lot of things. I remember when I, I was uh, living in New Bedford, I started uh, traveling different places to go preach. And I started having a lot of invitations. You know, and, and almost every week I will go someplace to preach. And I remember saying to myself, you know what? I want to raise my kids myself. I don't want to be leaving um, for a weekend or for a whole week or, or, or just, you know, be preaching in different churches, different places, and my own kids, you know, be alone all the time, be... I said, you know what? No, I'm going to stop all the, um, the the commitments that I have for now, and I will raise my kids when I, when they're older, when they become um, older kids. Then is when I am going to um, do that. And you know what? That's what I did. That's exactly what I did. I stopped going places, and I stay home, and I well, of course, I have the. The, the privilege that I could stay home because my husband was working. Not everybody has that privilege. There's many mothers that they have to go and they have to work because they are a single mom. And I understand that, you know. But I did have the opportunity to stay home and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. You know, now that my son, my my my... My younger son is like, what, 16 now? He's going to be 16. Then I'm starting again to go, you know, other places, other countries, other churches to preach. And now I don't have a problem by accepting an invitation to go other places to minister the word of God. But I make sure that first my own household was ministered by the love that God put in my heart for my family. So I'm so happy that I obey the Lord and that I listen to the word of God and that I decide because, you know, one of the things that I learned when I was studying, um, you know, when I started serving the Lord was that my first ministry is my family. So mother, that you are listening to me right now, remember, your kids are a priority. You are, you are raising leaders for good or for evil you know if you raise a good kid if you raise a kid with the fear of the lord if you raise a kid that will do what is right good for you but in the same matter if you raise a kid that doesn't have any guidelines doesn't have anybody who who, who is there for them doesn't have people who are there to, to give them an advice, then you have a problem as well. Because then you're raising somebody that will not respect other people, will not have consideration on other people because nobody has had that consideration with him. You, you see the pattern? So it is important for us, if we want to raise kids that love each other, that respect each other, they need to see that in us, and we need to do that with them so they can be raised in the correct way. So mothers that are listening to me, 
Happy Mother's Day. None of us are perfect, but thank God that we have a perfect God. Thank God that when we come to God and we say, Lord, I'm sorry, I think that I, I, I did it wrong. I didn't know how to take care of my kids. And then you say, Lord, help me. Help me, help me. You know what? God is going to help you. God is going to give you the tools that you need, the tools that will make you a better mother, a better wife, a better citizen. God will give you the wisdom. God will give you the understanding. All you have to do is ask. He's saying his word that whoever asks, he will give. So please, please think about these words and remember, if God gave you the privilege to be a mother, make it the best out of it. Do the best. Be the best mom. And if, if you have not, you know what? It is not too late. It is not too late. It is not too late to start. You know, sometimes we see kids that are terrible. And, and sometimes we are so quick to judge them. But when you look at their lives and you see Many of them, were the way they were treated by their own mother, their own father. Oh, my goodness. Then you say, oh, wow, no wonder why this kiddo is the way he is. So make sure that you love, that you give love, that you give, you know, patience, that you give, you know, understanding. So that way, what you saw in this kid is what you're going to reap. Many of us have made many mistakes. But if we come to God and we repent and we say to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what I was doing. And now my kids hate me. Now they don't want to be next to me. They don't want to be with me. Forgive me and help me to try it again. And let me tell you, God is faithful. And God is there to help you. God is not going to reject you when you come to him with a humble heart, recognizing that you're not perfect, that you have made many mistakes, but that you are repentant and that you want another chance, another opportunity. And let me tell you, the Lord will make it happen. The Lord will, I, Santo, the Lord will make it happen. The Lord will help you. There's nothing impossible if you believe. There's nothing impossible for those who believe in him. I have to go now. And today the program is, is shorter because I have to leave now. And I have to prepare for the service that we are having today at church. So God bless you, my brothers. God bless you, my sisters. And I want to finish with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now, Lord. I understand that we as parents, we made many mistakes. Many times, Lord, we are struggling and we don't know how to do it. We don't know how to be, how to be the, 
those patterns that we are supposed to be. Sometimes our kids, they prefer to talk to other people instead, instead of talking to us because we have not developed that relationship with them. And then, Lord, they speak with everybody but with us. Mm. Lord, we want our children to trust us. We want our children to be with us, to help us understand them, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. And I ask you, Lord, that you bless those mothers that are listening to me right now, that they can have a beautiful, a beautiful day, that they can enjoy with their families. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, my brothers, my sisters, God bless you. Remember, this is Edna Isaac, and this is your program, All on God. All on God with Edna Isaac. And we are located at 5 Kohane Street, Tantum Ma. Every, Saturday, every Sunday at 10 a.m., every Wednesday, and every Friday at 7 p.m. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Have fun.